0: I, I want to talk about this awesome article that's on Breitbart. Yes, Breitbart. And now I know. Well, now I know. I've always known, but you really got to check this article out. And 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 we'll we'll go through it to fully grasp why the media despises. Breitbart and it's not Oh, they're, they're an alt-right platform. Oh, Steve Bannon. Oh, Pepe the front. No. It's because they put stories on their site that the media tries to bury. The media tries to bury at least 10 to 15 stories a day that actually impact your life and and counter their narratives that they try to weave every single day and then on top of that they call out different members of the media and that's why they despise Breitbart it has nothing to do with the alt-right or Pepe the Frog I mean for heaven's sake half of them act like they don't know what Breitbart is they go this uh Breitbart site they all know who Andrew Breitbart was the guy's only been dead for four or five years. They all know who Andrew Breitbart is. If any of them are part of the political sphere, okay? And that political sphere is anything worth more than the dog garbage crap from the ground? then they know who Andrew Breitbart is. David Axelrod? He knows who Andrew Breitbart was. Van Jones? He knows who Andrew Breitbart was. Chris Matthews? Anderson Cooper? And if any of these people don't know who Andrew Breitbart was, then none of them should be on television or on the radio talking about politics. The three main sites, the three main sites, that kind of revolutionized politics as far as the internet age were created, believe it or not, by Ariana Huffington when she was still a Republican, Andrew Breitbart, and Matt Drudge. When you wanted political news, you went to Drudge, Breitbart, or Huff Post. Andrew Breitbart. Matt Drudge and Ariana Huffington were like the three amigos of conservative websites. Hell, for news websites. I mean, Breitbart broke the original Andrew or Andrew, uh, Anthony Weiner story. Matt Drudge. Basically broke the Monica Lewinsky story So when you see the Matthews crew or the Brian Williams crew and they're like this as this is Breitbart They all know who Andrew Breitbart is But it kills them when they go to Breitbart And he calls all of them out. And I still consider Breitbart him. Because it's still Andrew Breitbart. The site hasn't changed. So this article is titled, 32 Times Establishment Media and Pollsters Assured the People of Donald Trump's Defeat. So you want to know why the media despises Breitbart? Here you go. Number one, the New York Times... Donald Trump will not be the Republican nominee. Despite all the evidence that fortune favors him, Donald Trump will not be the Republican nominee, wrote Ross Duthit. Number two, the Washington Post. Let's dispense with the notion that Trump has a real shot at winning in November. To borrow a phrase from one of the men trailing Trump, Let's dispense with the notion that Trump has a real shot at winning November. Digital Opinions Editor James Downey. Number 3, CNN. On the eve of CNN on the eve of the election, CNN contributor Hillary Rosen, we all know wonderful Hillary Rosen said, "Tomorrow night, I think when Hillary Clinton wins, Donald Trump will have lost this election from the first Day he announced. Number four, Charles Krautheimer. When Bill O'Reilly asked him on election night if he would make a prediction that Hillary Clinton uh, would be the next president, Krautheimer said, If you force me, I'll take it. Number five, Comedy Central. Mr. Trump, you're not going to be president. Former uh, Colbert Report host Stephen Colbert said, and so right now, Mr. Trump, to answer your call for political honesty, I just sat to say you're not going to be president. CNBC, number six. Trump can't win. Writing about the first presidential debate, Politico's chief economic correspondent and a CNBC contributor said, Trump needed a breakthrough performance to turn his momentum into a real lead. Instead, he was the Donald Trump the nation came to know during the GOP pre-primaries. And that Donald Trump can't win. talking about hoes and jump off and basically not sounding like the person that was lecturing mike pence and his kid this is why the despises breitbart because if it wasn't for them The narrative, the opinions, the views, the news from the media. And when I mean media, CNN, MSNBC, Daily Beast, MSNBC. The list goes on and on. The list goes on and on. All right. Uh, Let's see. Karl Rove clocks in at number 10. Trump can't win the general election. Republicans are not going to win this next election by finding a missing magic a cachet cache of conservative voters who have uh, been loyal, uh, who, who loyally supported us, but were turned off by those ARC liberals, John McCain and Mitt Romney. Uh, well, Carl, I think you're wrong. <laughs> George Will clocks in at number 11. Donald Trump will be tempted to run. But he will be predictably shellacked. CNBC chief Washington correspondent John Harwood. Now remember, remember, Harwood's the one uh, that was emailing Podesta. Getting his approval about uh, the debate and going after Trump and if he did a good job. Remember, that's John Harwood. And he said Donald Trump will not be the Republican nominee. Once we get past the first couple of states and the field consolidates, that's when Donald Trump will be vulnerable. Okay. Nate Silver. You all know Nate Silver, Mr. 538 guy, you know, he's the um, liberals, uh, I, I, you know, I don't even know what he is anymore, because before this election cycle, he was the guy, he was like the money ball of pollsters. Remember that movie Moneyball with um, Fat Jones Brad Pitt, about the Oakland A's and how they put together this championship team based on on-base percentages so they could take players that weren't superstars, number crunch, they're on-base percentages and, and, you know, RBIs versus XYZ and put together a winning team not based on superstar names and Alex Rodriguez or Derek Jeter, but on um, B and C players who put in the right spots can produce runs and that's what baseball is all about producing runs so nate silver is that guy he would crunch numbers and and uh you know statistics and so forth and so on and he predicted obama's uh, win and he predicted the 2012 win against romney and so he was the Poster child, he was the money ball of politics. Liberals loved him. They used to give him reach-arounds. Well, Nate Silver, from the day Trump got into this uh, primary, to the primaries, to uh, the election, Nate Silver was wrong. Every single prediction, he was wrong. Absolutely wrong. It was pathetic. How this guy still makes money doing what he does is beyond me. He said, I don't think that Donald Trump is very likely to win the nomination. In part because he's not really a Republican. He's very far to the right on immigration, but he also wants socialized medicine. He wants to tax the rich. There's an alternate reality in which he decided to run as a Democrat instead. He wouldn't have to change his policy positions all that much. Uh, Nate Silver at 538 was 1,000% wrong. (sighs) Clocking in at number 14, everybody's favorite wig-wearing douchebag, Frank Luntz. Hillary Clinton will be the next president of the United States. On election night. As Americans are still casting their votes. Frank Lunt said. Tim Kaine's Senate seat will be open. And they will have a special election. Clear enough from my previous tweets. Hillary Clinton will be the next president of the United States. Okay. Number 15. Real clear politics senior elections analyst Sean Trendy. There's probably a 90% chance Trump loses at this point. Trendy declared on Twitter November 4th. So look, bearing some sort of systematic polling failure. Duh! There's probably a 90% chance Trump loses at this point. Still could be a late break. And then hours before uh, election day. For those wondering, nothing has pushed me off my presidential predictions from last week. And then somebody asked him who was going to win Florida. Trendy said, Clinton. Well, guess you're wrong. NBC analyst Mike Murphy. Now, don't forget Mike Murphy. A hurt little bitch. He was uh, the Jeb Bush uh, super PAC guy. He's the guy that made something like $15 million off Jeb Bush's super PAC. Jeb Bush's Super PAC run by Mike Murphy brought in about 150 million dollars. Jeb Bush won zero primaries. Mike Murphy picked up between 10 and 15 million and a gig with MSNBC where he would go on Chris Matthews and Lawrence O'Donnell and Chris Hayes. And he would talk about how horrible Trump was, how Trump had no chance of winning, and he was going to destroy the Republican Party. Well, I guess Mike Murphy was wrong. And a day before the election, he said, Trump loses. Okay. Of course, everybody's favorite internet rag and i mean internet rag the daily beast they they had two wonderful articles one was entitled why trump will never make the ballot and then the second was why Trump is going to lose big. Now, both these articles were written by everybody's favorite Republican um, strategist, campaign chair, loser extraordinaire, Stuart Stevens. Yes, Stuart Stevens, who would go on every single show he could find and talk about Trump's gonna lose. Trump is the worst. Trump is unqualified. There's not enough white people that will vote for Trump. He had the perfect campaign with Mitt Romney. They won over 65% of the white vote. They had 26% of the Latino vote. They He would just go on and on and on. And then he would go, and Trump can't get the white vote that Romney got. He's going to have negative as far as the Latino vote. Uh, no blacks will vote for... He's... Well, I guess uh, Stewart was wrong. The funny thing is, the guys that actually worked campaigns that lost are the ones that are butt hurt the most. That's why when you listen to Megan McCain, this scumbag, she is so beside herself that Trump won because her daddy got killed. Her daddy got killed. The guy who, who, the most qualified, the war vet, all of it lost to the freshman senator. The black freshman senator with the Muslim middle name. So here's Stuart Stevens. They got hammered. Mitt Romney got destroyed. And quote, Stevens said his candidacy is aimed at an electorate that no longer exists. He is a classic example of losing five bucks on every sale and trying to make it up in volume. Yeah, well, sorry, uh, Stevens. Wrong again. You got hammered when you were the Campaign manager and strategist for Mitt Romney. And then you got hammered when you were a pundit. This is my favorite epic fail. Number 18, BuzzFeed by McKay Coppins. That's the guy that looks like Truman Capote. Those of you who don't know. McKay Coppins. Just imagine Truman Capote, that's this guy, McKay. And he's hilarious. He's hilarious. Because for 16 months, all he would do would go on MSNBC and trash Trump. He's a joke, he's never going to win. And he wrote... But now Trump finds himself battling not just campaign rivals, but a label he has spent his entire life fiercely resisting. Even as he hurls it at his most disdained enemies, loser. Yeah, well, listen, Truman. I think the loser we're talking about is you. Bloomberg, number 19. Seriously, Trump won't win. Jonathan Bernstein wrote, In short, everything we know about how presidential nominations work says Trump isn't going to be the nominee. Or even come close. Huh. This one's pretty good. Forbes at number 20. Donald Trump's threats of trade wars and hollow cl- claims to bring American manufacturing jobs have not stuck a chord with many Wisconsin voters because they do not reflect the state's economic situation Noah Williams wrote okay well guess what Noah your uh, professorship uh, of economics at the University of Wisconsin um, seems kind of useless Seems kind of useless, because you don't know what your own people. Like, you're a college professor. And you were pretty sure that Wisconsin voters, well, they don't have anything in common with the state's economic situation. And it just shows that the college professors... And not just in Wisconsin, but across the United States are pretty out of touch with what real, everyday Americans go through, want, need, strive for. Noah Williams only knows what's relevant or what people want in the college bubble. 21, the national memo. Five reasons Trump won't win in November, and one way he could. Here are five reasons why Donald Trump won't be the next president of the United States. And to combat compliance an additional pitch on why you should still be working your ass off to feed him. Number 22, the New York Daily News. Stephen Bannon Heyer, shows Donald Trump's campaign plans on losing in the most destructive way possible. Oh, Adam Edelman wrote, but the shakeup last week, some experts say, was actually to seal his fate. A huge November loss by bringing in flashy advisors who will just let him be himself and let his circus tent crash and burn. Hmm. I guess Adam Edelman was wrong. See what I'm saying, guys? This is why the media hates. Andrew Breitbart and Breitbart This is why they act like what right Bre- oh, yeah, the alt-right uh, uh, Pepe the fraud. no Because who wants to relive this humiliation if you're Adam Edelman? Okay, or your uh, Stuart Stevens or your Bloomberg's Jonathan Bernstein And you are the quintessential booger-eater fart-sniffer. The sword is not as mighty as the pen. And you're there being the keyboard warrior that you are. Telling everybody the way the election's gonna go. And you were not just wrong, but you were unbelievably wrong, like embarrassingly wrong. Like when you're Adam Edelman and you're talking about a strategy for bringing on Bannon and the strategy is to to, to lose big and go down. In a crash and burns. I mean, you lost big. It's not just, I think Hillary will win. Oh, she lost. Ah, But when you're actually uh, trying to come up with strategies of why Trump or his campaign did something. And then tying that into his huge loss. And you're completely wrong. And it's reprinted on a website that gets millions and millions and millions and millions of hits every day, every week, every month, yeah, you're going to despise the website. You're going to tell everybody the website's full of racist, Nazi, Pepe the Frog-loving assholes. The Nation. At 23, relax, Donald Trump can't win. John Weiner said, even before you get to his campaign incompetence and lackluster fundraising, the numbers just aren't on his side. Everybody's other favorite hipster, douchebag, liberal, internet rag slate Donald Trump isn't going to be president. And that's from Jamal Bowie. He'd have to win an unprecedented shares of the very kinds of voters who hate him. Blacks, Latinos, and women. Donald Trump has become a radically different person to win. He would have to become a radically different person to win. Donald Trump isn't going to win. Well, blacks voted for him, Latinos voted for him, and women voted for him. Jamal Bowie. Guess what? You are unbelievably wrong. Why are you Slate's chief political correspondent? What does that mean? You're an incompetent jack-off? Salon. At 25, you won't have to move to Canada. Trump is more likely to lose in a historic rout than he is to win the White House, wrote Anthony J. Coggan. The bottom line is Republican leaders with an eye on the future don't want anything to do with Trump. They know the name Trump will likely join Goldwater, McGovern, and Mondale as names forever associated with crushing presidential election defeats. See what I'm saying, guys? Again, if you're part of this list, is there any reason for you Cannot call Breitbart.com a racist, Nazi, alt-right, black-hating, Mexican-despising, women-bashing, neo-Nazi website. If you're Jamel Bowie or you're Anthony J. Huggins Do you want to see your words in print and 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 not just any words but words that make you look beyond incompetent exactly the new republic donald trump will be buried in an electoral avalanche Recent presidential elections have been close, but this is the man to lose bigly. The new Republic senior editor Jet Here is using Trump's word. Bigly. Because he thinks he's cute. He's like, ha ha, ha Trump's gonna lose bigly. Ha 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 hey, Jet Here. Don't you feel like a fucking retard? But with Donald Trump at the helm, the Republican Party faces the prospect of historic landslide closer to the creamings received by Barry Gold, George McGovern, and Walter Mondale. At this point, the only real question appears to be how huge or beautiful. Pick your... Trumpian adjective, the margin will be. Wow, Jeet here. Jeet, you were beyond wrong. You look like a, just words can't describe how, how, how horrible you look when you're using Trump's catchphrases. Number 27, our favorite hipster, beyond hipster douchebags, Ezra Klein. Okay, here's Vox. Trump could just not win. He could lose the Iowa caucuses. He could fall short in New Hampshire. A loss in any early state might lead to a loss in every state. Losing a presidential primary is often like going bankrupt. It happens slowly, then all at once. But this is what I think will happen to Trump. He will lead until he doesn't. His fall will be quick, and it won't obey the apparent rules of his rise. If there's a reason for it, it will fundamentally be people get more pragmatic the closer they get to an actual vote. As much as Republicans tell pollsters they think Trump can win the general election, I'm skeptical they will truly believe that come election day. Well, Ezra, I guess you were wrong. Number 28, Jezebel. Donald Trump is not going to win. Chill, America. Donald Trump is not going to win. Jezebel editor Joanna Rothkopf. Number 29, U.S. News and World Report, Why Trump Will Lose. Simply put, Americans' political institutions from the parties to the Electoral College are designed to prevent the successful capture of them by both dictators and mobs, wrote George Washington University Program Director of the Political Management Program, Laura Brown. As such, brute force won't work since Donald Trump knows little else, his candidacy won't succeed. Think about this, you guys. This Laura Brown is the George Washington University Program Director of Political Management. She shouldn't be so wrong. She works for college she's like a bigwig at a bigwig school and she was wrong like bigly wrong number 30 fortune Mike Pence is better than Newt Gingrich but won't win Trump the presidency Donald Brand wrote, Pence is not going to win the election for Donald Trump, but he will greatly assist Trump if Trump can beat Clinton in November. 31. The Week. From where Trump sits, having his presidential campaign consist of little more than mounting rallies, phoning it into Fox and Friends and Morning Joe, and thinking up Twitter burns to fire at any and all who displease him might seem like a winning strategy. Paul Waldman wrote after all that's all it took to win the nomination but a general election which plays out all at once and not in one state at a time and which requires an exceptionally more complex organization to execute as a whole other matter perhaps Trump thinks it's just too much to bother and he could just keep winging it but he may be in for a real unpleasant surprise really Paul well, the only unpleasant surprise is for you. You are wrong. Number 32, the Sydney Morning Herald. Donald Trump will not win the U.S. election. Worse still, he'll be a sore loser. A sore loser? Like, you mean Democrats? You mean Democrats. You mean Hillary Clinton. You mean the media. Them, right? Those sore losers. On Wednesday, Americans will awake from a nightmare. Donald Trump will not be their president. Sydney Morning Herald Chief Foreign Correspondent Paul McGooch. In defeat, Trump will have much to get a even about. Losing spectacularly before the eyes of the nation and the world will be a severe psychological blow probably prompting a wounded animal or a cunning rat response or a mix of the two. The fall from would-be leader of the Western world to uh, feather duster will take a considerable adjustment hmm All right, Paul um, Sore loser uh, is the Democrats Soul loser are the liberals sore loser is the media sorry Sorry The media The Clinton crew. They're the sore losers. So, it's a great article. I suggest all of you to check it out. I'm actually uh, gonna cut and paste. And let's not forget, uh, the ultimate, the ultimate uh, wrong. The ultimate faux pas the ultimate failure is Newsweek because the cover said Madam President with a picture of Hillary Clinton it was the special commemorative edition and it said Hillary Clinton's historic journey to the White House Why does the media pretend they don't know what Breitbart is? Why when they finally go, oh yeah, Breitbart, it's an alt-right site, it's a Nazi site, it's a Tila tequila site, because Breitbart calls the media out. Breitbart puts the stories up that the media tries to bury that's why it has nothing to do with any of the crap that they tell you absolutely nothing and when they pretend they don't know who Andrew Breitbart is Just remember this list and all of these people, rather it's Ezra Klein, the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, Charles Krautheimer, Just remember, all of these people were the experts. All of these people were the geniuses and every single one of them. We're not just a little wrong. We're not just, oh, I think uh, uh, the Seattle Seahawks will beat the Patriots. No. No, they were beyond a football prediction. And that's, and that's why They hate Breitbart. It's Rob scary. It's Rob scary show. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about, um, the damned. If you do damned, if you don't, which I think is kind of funny and sums up everything about, uh, the Trump, uh, soon to be presidency, the damned. If you do damned, if,